Welcome to the Fun Bubble. We are two people who started dating and then a pandemic happened. This is socially distant date night, full of fun commentary on current events, entertainment, and still getting to know one another. Welcome to the new normal. I'm Caitlin Bingham. And I'm Timothy Mofford. Hi, Dave. Hello. How's it going? It's going really well. We actually get to record together for the first time. Yes. And it has been a while since we've recorded. I want to say we are in a little over two months into quarantine here, at least for us. I think we started a week or two ahead of most people. But mm-hmm. I think it's been 10 weeks. Yeah, something like that. 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's been at least six weeks since we've recorded. Probably. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, it's been at least, I know it's been over a month, but it's probably been closer to six weeks since we've recorded last. Um, so we uh, wanted to jump on and catch everybody up. It has been a minute. So what, uh, what have we been up to? Okay, well, first of all, do you see what I was talking about when I said you sort of have a Fraser Crane voice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Fraser Crane, and I'm listening. <laughs> So one of the things we've been doing is I introduced Timothy to the amazingness of Frasier, the 90s sitcom with Kelsey Grammer, who is problematic in real life, but that show is incomparable. And when we first started podcasting, I told Timothy, you have this like very like calm, soothing, deep, a little bit slower voice that reminds me of Frasier. And so we've been watching it off and on when we need a break from you know, other shows that we've been trying to get through. Yep. And it's a good little palate cleanser. It is. It's nice because it's like, it's a little old fashioned. So it's like some of the humor I still like, still feels very old to me because during the time that show was created, I was like five to 10 or, you know, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. So for me, like a lot of that, like they still use a lot of older words and a lot of like older phraseology and stuff. And like the terminology and the slang they use is still somewhat like some eighties stuff mixed in with some nineties stuff. Uh, so they're a little behind the times there, but, um, but it also is relevant to some things that were going on in the nineties. So I think mm-hmm. that's where it's kind of fun to like still understand a little bit of what's going on, but um, also it feels like a little before my time. Yeah. Were you able to watch sitcoms in the 90s? Uh, me? No. Yeah. No, my parents didn't let me watch that kind of stuff. No sitcoms. No, like, old-fashioned sitcoms. No. no Gilligan's Island. No. No Cosby Show while we were no. still able to watch it. No. Nope. No Brady Bunch. Nope. Those are some of the other older ones. I didn't even watch Mr. Rogers or any <gasps> of that kind of stuff. Why not Mr. Rogers? I don't know. We never, we never watched that kind of thing. You didn't watch PBS? We did watch PBS. I mean, I watched things like Bob Ross and and um, Rick Steves. Who's Rick Steves? I don't know who Rick Steves is. No. All the travel stuff? No, I didn't know who Bob Ross was until I was in college. Wow. Well, we got a lot of Rick Steves to catch up on then. Who is Rick Steves? He's this guy that's kind of nerdy and he travels all around Europe and shows you like what you should do and what you should visit in different places and like kind of like a travel guide but he does it on pbs why were you watching that and not mr rogers 
when you were a child? Because my parents were watching TV and I'd watch whatever they watched. They never let you do like Saturday morning cartoons? No. No. It was always Christian TV at our place. Like we didn't watch, like we watched Saturday morning cartoons and if it was, well, we didn't really. We watched the Dry Gulch, uh, was it Dry Gulch TV show? What is Dry Gulch? Dry Gulch is a TV show about a bunch of pastors in Texas made that is all about this like old Western town um, that is a dry county. So they can't have any alcohol in that area. And so it's Dry Gulch. And it's, and it's all about um, these like the sheriff guy and things he has to deal with. And it's all Christian based and like all good morals and stuff. Good morals, uh, meaning don't drink alcohol. That and all, like, you know, be good to your neighbor and don't steal cattle and all this kind of junk. And definitely don't drink alcohol. Yes. So, so that's the kind of stuff I watched. Yeah. Okay. But no, no Nickelodeon. Oh, so sad. None of that stuff. So sad. Although I was looking through Disney Plus a little earlier. Mm-hmm. And I did realize that I was, I did watch a lot of Disney shows, but they're the old stuff. Like the 1960s Swiss Family Robinson. Okay, I've never seen that. And um, old stuff like that, like the old Zorro shows, the old show from like the 60s and 70s that's still black and white, and then like right at the end of the series became a little bit of color. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, Three Musketeers, things like that. That's what I watch. Okay, so do any of those come with the new Disney Morning label? The whole. Um, you know, advisory thing of some of these uh, may depict, you know, insert warning here, like cultural oh, things. I don't think so. I mean, possibly. Oh, that's good. Not that I know of. But. I think Dumbo has one. The original Dumbo. Like racist themes. Oh. But um, anyway, just curious. Well, that's so different. I, I think I have a lot to learn from you. Apparently, because there's all these people that have TV shows that I've never heard of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bunch of older stuff that, like I said, my parents watched a lot of old things. And then, uh, like I told you, I recently watched a couple of episodes of Alias, which is something I used to watch with my dad. Alias is fantastic. <laughs> in the early 2000s. <laughs> How old were you in the early 2000s? I was in my early teens, probably, okay. that was when that was going on. Like. Mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, somewhere in that range. Your parents didn't just do the, you know, go in the hallway trick like mine did. Um, no, it's this. <laughs> so when we would get together, you know, family reunions or even just, um, I just can remember being at my great grandparents' house and Liar Liar was on with Jim Carrey. Okay. Have you seen Liar Liar? I have. Okay. So, you know, in the very beginning, he, like sleeps with his boss yeah I definitely remember it was always at that point or in other movies like similar to that point my parents and the adults would be like go go around the corner that's what it was go around the corner oh yeah so that's when you like went around the corner and closed your ears and then you'd wait for the parents to start yelling at you like okay it's you can come back now yeah there was sometimes where it'd be like leave the room for a little bit and then you like to come back or it was the one where you have to like close your eyes and plug your ears <laughs> until it's done. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was, there was stuff like that. Or, or the one which, which later on when you got fast forward on your VHS or when you had fast forward on like a streaming service or whatever, 
then they start fast forwarding it and then they're like oh no and then they like try covering the tv while they're like fast forwarding stuff yeah all that fun sometimes <laughs> anyway so we were talking about Frasers. that's one thing we've been doing yes the last few weeks but um yeah okay i have a question for you go for it what's the thing you're most ashamed of doing in the pandemic and i mean like it has to be pandemic centered like you only did this because we're in quarantine because we're in a pandemic because you've been isolated at home what's the thing that you're gonna look back on and be like why self why Hmm. That's a good question. I'm not positive. Um, I want to say partially it's just working out of boredom, if that makes sense. There's been multiple days where I just work really late just because I don't have anything else to do. Not that I'm really ashamed of that. It's just... I don't know, I feel like some of those days just blur together and then you don't have any variation in your day at all. The other thing is, is I think uh, I went back through and binge watched Grimm, <laughs> which, not that I'm ashamed of it, but I've watched it and I didn't need to watch it again. Um, I watched Frozen the other day. So you're the one that watched Frozen. <laughs> Okay, I have Disney. <laughs> I may have shared my password with a few people. So it's a big game for me to be like, who's watching this now? Yeah. Is it my brother and sister-in-law? Is it my best friend from college? Is it my boyfriend? <laughs> Did not think Frozen was my boyfriend. Let's just say that. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't seen Frozen 2, so I was like, might as well. Don't watch it without me. I already did. What? You watched Frozen 2? You said you watched Frozen. I watched Frozen 2. Yeah. Disney yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. Yeah, I like the songs better in Frozen too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for me, this is a recent thing. I picked up a box of Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, mm. which I have not. Had. I think I bought one in college for nostalgia, but I used to love it as a kid. Flash the angel, <laughs> and. I have started eating that for dessert, like after dinner. Oh, okay. And that's probably the thing that I'm, I have thought every time I eat a bowl, I'm like, I just need to throw this away. This is a bad <laughs> habit. I do not need to make cereal for dessert. Yeah. I have it. And yet it's still on my shelf. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know? I mean, pandemic rules don't count. Yeah. But pandemic calories do count because I'm wearing real pants tonight and it, it, I feel it. I feel that Captain Crunch. I stepped on the scale again today. Oh, are you doing? It's, it's not good. I've so, gained over 10 pounds, which is not a good thing. Okay, well, just live in blissful ignorance like me. <laughs> just know that weight has been put on, but we don't need to put a number on that. Yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. But something that we've enjoyed doing together recently, well, I think pretty much as long as we've been dating, is watching HGTV together, watching some home improvement shows and uh, watching people renovate houses and all that kind of stuff. We get really judgy when we watch it because we judge everything people do with the houses. Um, so we kind of wanted to just talk about what we've watched and like what, what has, out of all the HGTV shows that you've seen, what's your favorite one? 
Okay, and I'm just going to tell you, if this doesn't end with us in a fiery argument, we better just stop this podcast. Okay, now. perfect. <laughs> so, I love HGTV. I mean, if I had to pick, <laughs> okay, it's actually my second favorite channel because my first favorite channel is TLC. But anything reality is my bread and butter. Um, so, I was very excited when Timothy was also into HGTV. I'm not into reality, by the way. Not into like, not yet. Not in the trashy TV not shows. Not yet. <laughs> anyway, so we started watching House Hunters Renovation. And I like House Hunters Renovation because I like the house. I like House Hunters, first of all. Renovation is fun because it gives me that reality TV drama where the couple is usually fighting over some extra cost or design right. element. And then I like judging to see what they've decided. It also makes me really not want to live in a renovation area. Mm -hmm. Fixer Upper has my heart because it's in Waco, Texas, and I'm from Dallas, Fort Worth area. I've been to Waco. I went to Waco before it was cool. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all, before Fixer Upper, I would go to Waco, you know, post cult, you know, yeah. the Waco thing, yeah. post Davidian, all that craziness and pre-Magnolia. And that in between, <laughs> unless you were going to Baylor University, there was no reason to stop on your way to right. Austin. All of a sudden, Fixer Upper happens, and it's one of the biggest tourist destinations in Texas. So I will say, if you're going to Waco, you definitely need to go see everything. But there's lots of little antique mom and pop shops around the silos that can get really cute stuff a lot cheaper. But if you are determined to buy Chip and Joanna Games, you do you. Their restaurant is fantastic. Highly recommend. So I love Fixer Upper because it reminds me of home. Mm -hmm. I love watching, you know, the people in Texas. They feel like my people. Right. I love being reminded of how cheap the real estate is there. <laughs> and it's just become something that I've enjoyed taking my friends from Oregon uh, whenever they come with me to Texas. So, like, we always make a stop and we go just to see everything. And during quarantine, I binged Good Bones, which is mother-daughter duo mm -hmm. from Indianapolis that take really run-down houses and completely renovate them. So, I would say those have been my top three. Yeah. Um, and But then the newest one, we watched a few episodes of Rock the Block, which is HGTV stars that each have a home that's basically like canvas and they get to design it however they want and they're competing so we watched that last night and i've never felt close to them <laughs> i mean i definitely enjoyed it the thing i missed about that is what i really like about things like good bones and fixer upper is the dynamic that the hosts of the show have mm -hmm. so fixer upper you have chip and joanna Gaines. They interact together. They make things funny and fun. It's not just about the house. It's about the weird antics they get up to and the, the banter they have and mm -hmm. like the fun the jokes and stuff and the teasing. Like that's, that's a lot more of the fun part of it. And then also you're like, okay, then they built this house and you just kind of want to see what they did with it at the end where you, they take the tour through it. And then you can be like, well, I really like what they did here, but that looks terrible. And this kitchen looks great, but the bathroom is... Yes. And then you just kind of like walk through it with them. But I would never say anything that Chip and Joanna gave to. Ugh. I say it's like a stuff. 
it's Res- yeah well respect royalty I, I will definitely say that everything they do is definitely not my style. <laughs> there you go. I don't think they've ever done anything that is my style. They did one house. I want to say it was like season three or something, where it was a mid-century modern house. And they tried. She tried. Oh, Joanna here tried. Here we go. She tried so hard, but it was still not my, uh, not enough. Okay, so Timothy will send me things on Instagram. Like, look how cool this house is. And it's most likely a container home. If or a you, modular home. Or, uh, or something like that. It's very modern. If it's just a box with a flat roof and some windows, floor-to-ceiling windows. That's his ideal home. Like very contemporary, extremely modern home. Squarish with lots of different textures yeah. and materials. But. I like my home to feel like a home. That's where we differ. I like my home to feel like I could actually resell them if I needed to. I mean, you can resell the houses I'm looking at. You couldn't see, you listeners, but I could see those eyebrows going up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, I just like big, open, airy, bright spaces. Yes. With a little bit of a traditional architecture. No. Yes. No. Why no? Because traditional architecture usually means like weird curves and like i don't it just curves i'm thinking more pitch like i want that vaulted ceiling i want that i want tall ceilings too but i don't need it to be like a weird triangle shape with beams running along it why not because it's just very old-fashioned i like the cleaner look of wide open space we'll get a rug doctor it'll be very clean the floor might be And clean. then we go into carpet versus <laughs> hardwood. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big carpet fan. You can put a rug on anything. Or you can put carpet in the bedroom. You can still put wood floor in the bedrooms and put a, a rug down and you'll be just fine. Or you can put carpet in the bedrooms and your feet will always be warm and soft. Your resale value will be higher if you have wood floor, though. Yeah, but what if you're poor, like me, and... You just want to get eight floor in. Then you put Pergo in. What is Pergo? It's laminate flooring. Okay, so you are okay with laminate. I'd much rather have it than carpet. I don't know. Or put like what cement tiles in. These are, this is like really cheap laminate of some sort. I don't know. I mean, I'm not married to carpet, but... As long as it's good carpet, I don't see a whole lot wrong with it. I will say that walking on good carpet is nice. Mm -hmm. But you can buy a really nice plush rug. For the amount that you could buy carpet. Yes. But then you always have the wood floor as well. And it adds a design element where things contrast and you have different textures and you have things that are more seamless instead of it being just like a weird carpet along the floor and then like you wear it down and then you have to keep replacing it every few years and it's just okay so what about this hypothetical situation so when i was a kid my family and i we would we had carpet because we grew up in the 90s and some of my best childhood memories would be like wrestling with my brother and my dad on the carpet just messing around Mm -hmm. and i just feel like if you have 
I don't know, young family or something, it's just better to have carpet if you're wanting to be rough with the house or, you know, with the kids, whatever you do. And I don't know, for me, carpet just seems like it can take, I guess you can. Definitely can't take more of a beating. And if you spill on it, then it like molds. It does all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas but, wood floor but it's easier do to that. replace than wood floor. That's true. Mm-hmm. But wood floor is much more durable. Okay. I'm not saying no to wood floor. I'm just saying if there's carpet in the house, it's not a deal breaker. That's true. It just can't be in the main living areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have been having this uh debate. It's a healthy discussion <laughs> about brick. Oh, God. Okay, because I grew up in Texas, and every house has brick. Everything. Like, I've looked through all the houses in the areas that Caitlin grew up and was interested in, like, looking at all this kind of stuff. Every single thing under, like, $500,000 is brick. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that, like, even the ones that are craftsman-style looking. timeless. And, like, they have half of the house is, is sided with, like, cedar or whatever you know regular planking and then like the rest of the house is just brick they can't freaking do anything you without brick you really never have to do with brick paint it unless you so choose to paint your brick unlike in the northwest everything is wood siding craftsman style don't get me wrong i love craftsman like it has my whole heart but i mean how much do you love painting your parents' house? Not a lot. And how often do you have to do it? Uh, every 10 to 20 years, whatever it is, mm-hmm. depending on the type of paint you have and depending on where it is. But this is my thing with brick. I just don't like the irregularity in the pattern. What are you talking about? Because brick usually has a very patchwork look. Like some bricks are darker than others and you have you know, lighter bricks and darker bricks and you have the mortar in between and all this kind of stuff. Instead of it looking uniform, you have this thing that looks like it's a, like, a quilt that's been patched together. I don't think I've ever heard something more southern than that comparison. I, I understand. Quilt. <laughs> <laughs> I like things that look more uniform and more clean. Like I said, more modern, more clean. Now, I'm not against brick as an accent. Why do you keep saying clean as if what I want is dirty and gross? No, no, no. Clean design-wise. In the sense as opposed of, to as opposed to like cluttered or um like confusing to the eye or m- not messy but like there's a lot to take in where clean is like clean lines and like very um flow like everything flows very very smoothly like there's no breaks or separations or or things that like break the pattern to an extent where you, unless you want to make a statement and you add a a texture or a different material to make a statement, but you don't like have weird patchwork looking things everywhere. You lost me. Okay. (laughs) Matt, again, I'm not against brick because I do like industrial style as well, which industrial uses a lot of brick and metal. Um, So I'm not against brick in some forms. 
like if you have a brick wall or something, but you use it as an accent instead of it making the whole house, like everything in Texas is like 100% brick. You don't get a break from it anywhere. And it's durable, it's long lasting. Don't have to paint it. Well, this is the other thing. I would not be against brick if it was painted, like actually painted all the way. Painted white? Yes. Okay. Or gray or something. Maybe you're, it does look like gray. You do white. Um, so let's talk kitchen. Okay. Because I will say, of the two of us, I love to cook and bake. Timothy is the better cook of the two of us. <laughs> I don't have a problem admitting it. I am a secure enough woman to admit that Timothy, the dude, is better at cooking. So. I'm sure you're better at baking than me because I have zero That's because you have to bake with gluten free stuff. Well, that's probably true, but at the same time, I have like zero baking skills, so. Anyway. <laughs> um, so kitchen. I, I think we actually have a lot of similar ideas when it comes to the kitchen. I think more so. I think we both like the cleaner lines and cleaner style in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing that you really want is a gas range, and I've never used a gas range, so I don't that's know. Amazing. Like, I'm sure it's better, because I've always heard it's better. Everyone always like puts more value on it and everything. I've never cooked on a gas range, so I don't know what that's like or why it's better or anything, but I'm very open to the idea. I just, mm -hmm. I'm just not familiar with it. Um, definitely want an island. Um, you, I think, like a little more traditional style with your accessories on, on like, like I like very modular cabinets, like where they're very, you know, modular looking, very squarish and stuff. You like a little bit of embellishment, but you still like a more contemporary look than an old fashioned style. Um, I think we both like cleaner countertops, like quartz or um, some sort of stone, but not necessarily like marble. That's really like marble and has a lot of veins and stuff in it and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'll take anything that's not laminate. Yeah. I can work with anything that is not like that. Although, when I was a kid, we had white laminate countertops. Uh -huh. The thing about that was my mom could draw on that for our birthdays. And we had this island, kitchen island. Our, I remember our cabinets were white, no, light, light, light wood. Okay. And the uh, countertops and the island was white laminate, pure white. Okay. And every birthday, my mom would write in a red marker on the island, happy birthday, you know, Caitlin. That's awesome. And that was cool. I liked that we could, we had space and room to get messy and it mm -hmm. wasn't going to ruin anything. So that was nice. But Yeah, I've never lived anywhere that had, well, except for my last apartment one I had before this one had actual uh, stone of some sort. I think it was granite or some sort of quartz or something. But I never, like when I was growing up, we had Formica countertops and those would like, if you put marker on it, it would like stain it basically. Yeah. And then- How many times did you and your brothers do that? Oh, there was marks all over it. It was whatever. <laughs> Mom didn't get mad? Uh, I'm sure she did, I don't remember honestly. She did get Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. We had a, a little, um, uh, was it a hazelnut tree? You got switched. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we so never talked about this. My, we would, like, we had a fort in this little hazelnut tree, but my dad would go out there. Whenever he got in trouble, he'd go out there, and he'd cut a switch out, and he'd, like, swing it back and forth multiple times and, like, get us all freaked out, and then he'd just whip us with it. You're more southern than me. <laughs> I just got the wooden spoon. Yeah, we, I, I think my mom did the wooden spoon sometimes, every once in a while. That was later on, though. But, yeah, it was always... It's always a switch and that would sting because it was yeah. like they're really thin it's not like this big paddle hitting you it's like this well so my mom also had a paddle she never used it on us but it was always there because my grandfather was a principal in the 60s and 70s uh-huh. so we had his old principal paddle okay it was wrapped in tape so we always knew once we grew out of the wooden spoon that the paddle was always there yep she needed it but man getting a switch yeah never had that i will say i had the dad that had the big belt buckle and you'd hear that click 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 as it okay. coming off and you know and you mm, that was like the worst feeling see it in his eyes when it was getting more serious and more serious <laughs> and then as soon as that hand was going down to that belt buckle, and it was just one swift move, you know, yeah. and thankfully uh, didn't have to have a lot of those. Yeah, I don't remember if my parents ever spanked us with belts or anything like that. It was usually just the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about spanking? This is not HGTV related, but I'm just curious. What do I think about spanking? So I think there has to be some sort of discipline regardless. And I don't think that, like, you can bark to a certain point, like, you can tell your kids, like, hey, you got to do this, and, like, you know, but I think there has to be something, regardless of what that is, if that's a timeout situation, or if that's some sort of, like, grounding, or whatever, or spanking, it's got to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, consequences, you mean? Consequence of some type, yeah. I honestly, like, I know that there's a lot of people that frown on spanking these days. Um, I don't know. I got spanked quite often and I turned out okay. And I still love my parents and I don't think it was like a terrible experience. Looking back on it now, I laugh about it and it's kind of hilarious. Um, and I know that every time like my parents didn't like, they didn't enjoy doing it necessarily, but I know that every time like they, I get a spanking then afterwards, like after I was done crying or whatever, um, they talk to me and they'll be like, do you know what you did wrong? And like, why, like, and even before the spanking, they'd be like, you know, do you know why you're getting spanked? And like, it was, it was explained to me. It wasn't just like, get in here and I'm going to bend you over and just whack you. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, like, if I did something wrong, it was explained to me why, you know, what I was doing wrong and why this was happening. And if I was just being defiant, I'd get spanked. Um, and then afterwards it was explained to me like why they were spanking me. and then explain to me like hey I love you and all that kind of stuff and I get a hug and you know like it wasn't just like I'm mad at you so I'm just gonna beat you because I like I'm just so pissed off right now. Do you remember the last spanking you got? Uh, I remember that I started laughing after I got spanked so. <laughs> oh okay so my brother did the same thing well he didn't laugh but he gave my mom the stupid like I didn't really hurt. <laughs> yeah. That's when my mom got off the principal paddle and said <laughs> next time it's gonna be this. So what did your parents do when you laughed? I don't remember honestly. Like I was I was old enough at that point. I was like fifteen or something and I was just like fifteen? 
yeah. did you do? I don't know. Um, I'm going to call your mom. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it I might have not been that old. I don't know. I was, I was old enough to, like, be old enough not to get spanked. I was going to say, I think 15 is too old. Yeah, it might, have, mean, been, it might I, have been more like 13 or something. I know... I know someone who got spanked when they were 18 still. And that's too old. Yeah. But I was told my mom, the worst thing you can do to me is take away my door. That's the worst <laughs> thing she could have done to me as a teenager is yeah. take away my your bedroom privacy door. and your yeah. like your like space. Even my phone yeah. didn't care as much as my privacy. Yeah. Um But yeah, I don't remember what I did or, or what it was. I but, have no idea. You're such a bad kid. Um I don't know if I was a bad kid or a good kid. I just, <laughs> I guess I was regular in that Well, sense. you didn't have Mr. Rogers to tell you if you were no. a bad or a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember that I was, I just started laughing afterwards. And I don't remember what happened after that. Um, I honestly don't remember. So, but yeah, it, like after that, I think it was much more like, by that time I was old enough to understand why, like, they were upset with me and like what I was doing mm -hmm. right or wrong. And then that, at that point it was more like I would have discussions with my parents. Like if I got in trouble, they'd sit me down, they'd talk to me, like we would have a discussion, we'd kind of talk it out instead of it being more of like, you're being bad to so come over here and I'm going to spank you, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I do hope I would be that kind of a parent though, that like on some occasions, there's some occasions you've got to get that foundation. Oh yeah. Like right and wrong consequences for your actions. And then there's sometimes when you're just like, they're a kid and this is dumb and they need oh to know God. what grace is. Alexa is telling us to have sweet dreams because it's <laughs> 10 o'clock. So we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, so we, uh, we've been watching a lot of HGTV, I guess, and we can just wrap it up here. But um, we've been enjoying looking at houses and we have very differing opinions and styles. And it's been fun kind of teasing each other about it and uh, and watching different shows and seeing what we like and what we dislike and all that kind of stuff. Um, Would you do my reaction when I don't like a house that you like? Um, what do I usually say or do? I don't know. You don't know? I'm blanking right now. <laughs> I know what you do. What do I do? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you do. See how he just tuned me out? Yeah, just, just you know, white out on those parts of everything. You know, you look What do you do? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I guess we'll never know. You do too. Come on. Very hard fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or sometimes you just like send me another house and be like, hey, look at this instead. <laughs> <The> redirection. <laughs> <laughs> deflect, deflect. But <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely uh, if you guys have any specific styles or if you guys are dating or a couple or whatever and you have completely different styles in architecture or home or design or whatever uh you know let us know what you guys um uh, have have done to get over that or um i mean 
have you guys tried decorating a house together or or what <laughs> how does that end up happening uh, does one person take over and the other person's kind of live with it or or what happens please let us know um we're definitely on fun bubble pod and uh you can reach us by email or you can go to the fun bubble on facebook or instagram, instagram and check us out Thank <laughs> you.